The nice thing about this loss is it happened on February 29th. That means the nice thing about this loss is it happened on February 29th, which means it's not going to happen again for another four years. Four times. <laughs> the best part about this loss is it happened on February 29th, which means it's not even going to happen for another four years. <laughs> again, the best part about this loss is it happened on February 29th, which doesn't even exist for another four years. <laughs> the best part about this loss is it was February 29th. It doesn't even exist in the next four years. <laughs> <laughs> For four years, this loss will not exist because it happened on February 29th. February 29th. That doesn't even, that's not even a real day. This loss doesn't count. Union Hey guys, this is the Doopy Brothers Podcast presented by the Brotherly Game. I'm AJ, joined by my co-host and brother. I'm Luke. We're here in Fredericksburg, Virginia. It is March 3rd and um, it's... Episode 52. Yeah. So this is our first one uh, of our regular season. We're going to react to the Dallas game. Um, we'll have some fun with that. Talk about Union Best, Union Worst, like usual. Kind of get back into our regular flow of things. For the second... What do you say? I said, feels good. Feels good. <laughs> Sorry, I won't interrupt flow. anymore. <laughs> Speaking of flow. Um, and then the second half of the episode, we'll talk about uh, a little DP stuff, a little Casper. We're going to have some fun with Will Farrell, And uh, yeah, still waiting to see if he's going to call in. Um, and then we'll make some predictions. And we have a celebrity, celebrity shooter on the predictions. So uh, last week, our predictions, me, Luke, and Matt Ralph all predicted a result and none of us got it Oops. so no wins no ties no points for the union no goals for the union we all know we lost two nothing um but luke uh welcome to the show uh, <laughs> thanks for having me hey yeah, my pleasure my pleasure um talk about so you you got to go up to the sons of ben watch party i watched at home uh my watch party was a lot less exciting so talk about your experience for yeah. like a minute and yeah. then we'll get into breaking down the game okay yeah, so uh, my girlfriend and I were up in Philly, um, scouting out some areas where we might potentially move to. So uh, we got to go to the Sons of Ben and Watch party at the Field House in Philly. Uh, it was awesome. Thanks for everyone who uh, we got to talk to and meet at the at the watch party. There was a bunch of people showed up to pack up the uh, membership kits. Um, Which I, you gave me mine tonight. Yeah, awesome. Pretty, Love it. They're pretty sick. Um, yeah, I got to meet and talk to guys like uh, Jared, Lenny. Um, Devin from the Sons of Ben podcast, a bunch of people. So it was, yeah, it was, it was a really fun time. Uh, we wish the game worked out better, but uh, other than that, it was, a, it was a great time to watch with everyone. Hey, that's awesome, yeah. yeah. Um, I look forward to being up there sometime. Yeah. Uh, <coughs> well, excuse me, there you go. <laughs> All right, so we lost two nothing. Uh, the lineup came out, a little bit of a surprise here and there. Craval starting, uh, we had talked about that a couple weeks ago, thinking that he was gonna start. Um, just being familiar with the system and the other two guys coming in. Uh, I am familiar with the league. So yeah, a little uh, bit of a surprise. Still but surprised. Yeah. I mean. I was surprised because he wasn't fit. Like he was saying that he was the one guy who they're saying like he this the one priest in the game he played before 
he, it was like the game the week before, and he, he played because he was supposed to just get, get fitness from fitness. it. Mm-hmm. So that was for that reason. I was like really kind of thrown off. I don't know why we put the the least fit guy into this first game starting lineup. I mean, but yeah, again, like he's a familiar face. He knows the team. Yeah, I wouldn't be surprised if we see him again. Yeah, this weekend. Um, the other surprise kind of was Elliot not getting the start, but it can't. I mean, he was doing like, yeah, he, Visa stuff or green yeah, card so, stuff. Yeah, so stuff he is, had, so. yeah, he's in time off. But Glasnow showed up, and I, I think he played fine. I, I like him. Yeah. I, I think my first look of uh, watching him was was positive. I I enjoyed watching him. I think he's a uh, strong player, like physically, like a big dude. Yeah. Um, no offense to Jack Elliott, who's a skinny dude like the two of us. Right. But uh, Glasnow has a little more meat on his bones. Um, and I, I also thought he maybe started to. It was like maybe a matchup thing, because they because mm. Dallas has that Andrasic guy who's a big, big striker. Yeah. And I think Klesnitz with his physicality, like he showed that he's kind of the guy that could match up better with the with a big strong forward. Yeah. So I don't know if there was anything there, but I thought that was interesting. Right. And and that snake. What's his name? Like the snake or something? the cobra? The cobra. Um, I hate snakes. Uh, and <laughs> this is another reason why. I mean, he did he did end up scoring the goal, but it was kind of I'm gonna call it not not a fluky, but the ball gets played into him. He's at the top of the box. Glesnes is on his back, making sure he doesn't get to turn on him, which is you know pretty much number one. You don't want him to turn into the box. And the snake guy kind of had a bad touch, which kind of had the ball bounce away from him, kind of more than you would expect. And I don't know, in a way, it kind of like threw off the defense. You kind of see, I think it's Craval, maybe McKenzie, and Glessens all kind of within two yards, but no one stepped. Yeah, Glessens actually dropped back for him. Yeah, and, and then when he shot it, it's almost like he almost didn't stick out his leg or yeah. almost pulled back thinking it might go wide. So it was kind of, I don't want to call it a fluke, but just like the, the initial bad touch from uh, the Cobra guy. I feel like kind of threw off the defense, whereas if he had a cleaner touch, um, he would have had Glessens right on his back and he would have had to have played it back backwards rather than being able to turn. Yeah, I, I do think, though, like, if you see a striker have a bad touch, you close in and capitalize on that. Glessens dropped back and let him turn and shoot. So that's I think that was, there was a mistake there. I, I see, yes, and I, I, I agree. Um, uh, but also, like, Craval was right there. So if you have another player, like, maybe he... And that they those two clearly have not played together more than an hour of real game time in the preseason. So I don't even know if that much. Um, and so maybe there's some communication things where Craval was coming in. Maybe Glesson thought he was going to step in there. And, I, yeah, we, I mean, we just don't know where, where that was. I mean, of course... The visually, it's it's most unglessness, but yeah, but yeah. just I mean, we're, I'm a center back, so I'm trying to pass the buck on to someone else. <laughs> Fair. If we're gonna if we're gonna let's, if we're gonna keep breaking down this goal, I want to rewind it a little bit because it, it all started with the, the Andre Blake kicking out of bounds. Well, and so it, and is that a surprise? It, no, but it's it happened multiple times that game, yeah. so it was really frustrating. Yeah. Uh, that, yeah, that's just that just can't happen. But then like. Yeah. So Dallas throws the ball in. They throw it backwards. We start. We have a, a decent press set up. It was like Santos and, and Casper, and it wasn't a whole lot of guys like getting up there pressing. And the Omens created a turnover. Aronson just whiffed it. It went. He like went over his foot, and he and he had, should have had a clear uh, interception and could have set up a really good break chance for us. And they missed it, and then it just kind of kept trickling down. And and 
a little bit of was, was, disorganization in midfield and it created the goal. Was that a... So I thought that Aaronson missed was on the second goal, but it was on the first one. The Where the, where he's like coming out and he's like coming forward to intercept the ball. Yeah, that was the first goal. That was the first goal. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, yeah. So that, it was just fr- it was yeah, a there frustrating was a lot play. Of that kind of happened in that goal. Yeah. You're right. You're right. Some things to mention that you or to go back to with you, the press. Um, I thought it, I thought it was pretty decent this game. Uh, overall, I feel like the result and kind of the game overall kind of felt a little preseasonist, a little sluggish. Some uh, we, I mean, what we picked up we picked up four yellows and it kind of felt like they were just kind of late tackles, late to the ball, um, kind of yellows, which kind of seemed sluggish preseason ish. Yeah. Um, but then there were moments where I thought the press looked pretty well, uh, pretty well established. Guys kind of knew where they were supposed to be moving. You could see that where Casper would be making the first initial push and then Bedoya and Aronson were quickly getting on guys two and three. And so I felt like that was pretty pretty well done. We created a couple opportunities. Um, yeah, I agree with that. I just, I think when when the press was successful, when we did get the get the turnover, I feel like we were just missing like one extra mm-hmm. runner, one extra guy to like add to the to the to the the counterattack because we we maybe combined a couple of passes, but then there wasn't like an extra option or the, the final ball to, to to you know actually score a goal. And mm-hmm. there's times that, you know, it was maybe either a missed pass or just a guy just wasn't there making a run quick enough. I don't think Casper had the best movement in in the offensive third. I feel like he. Uh... I feel like last year one of his strengths was like finding open spots and like making himself presentable inside the box. I didn't see him getting getting open very open one time specifically. I remember Aronson was like had the ball coming in from the right side in the box and tried to play it across to him, but he was moving kind of away from the goal, more far post, and it allowed the defender to step between them. Um, and there were a couple other guys higher up in the box around defenders, but I felt like. Casper should have come towards Brendan Aronson rather than stepping away. Mm-hmm. I don't know if he was trying to create space for Santos or Montero, the other two guys in the box, but I feel like last year Casper would have like charged towards Aronson to receive that ball and beat the defender towards the near post-ish. Yeah. Um, I thought Aronson, uh, I thought he had a good game. He had an interesting game. Because um, I, I don't know if he had the best game. Though. Okay. Like, we have, like, but if you want to make the point that he had a good game. Okay, so I, I thought he I thought he did have a good game. I thought he was active. Um, I, I feel like I heard stats like he ran more than I don't care about that stuff. But yeah. I feel like on the ball he was one of the few players who was trying to make stuff happen. Um, he played a few balls that um, could have created chances. Um, I feel like on the press he was one of the guys who was able to create turnovers a little more. And I think it comes from him having a stronger offseason. He was playing more competitive soccer with a higher level of, I don't know, players with the national team and all. And so I thought he came in more ready for a regular season game than other guys. I think he was just a few feet away from having a great game, meaning his shot. He received the ball, created space for himself inside the box, and got a shot off, which was just about three or four feet wide. Had that been on frame and scored, I think everyone would be saying, like, wow, Aronson had a really good game but I think since he didn't score opinions kind of go the other way because that's definitely something that everyone wants Aronson to be doing this year of course right yeah I get that I for, I did see like I don't know I saw him miss like a lot of like just kind of easy passes especially early on like he like just like missed a couple passes like straight to the boy that should have been like easy passes 
and I don't know, there's maybe just like a little bit not enough uh, creativity. Like he, I, I could see like he was trying to make those final balls, but like I don't know, he wasn't making like the the, the cool like the nice little turns he used to make last year, and um, I don't know, I just feel he like had some he had some. I I mean I will yeah I will say he's, he definitely missed some, but. I don't think I don't think many people were hitting anything though. That's, oh no, that's like, fair. The, yeah, the yeah. preseasonist. I mean, I think I think he was still not at Aaron's in form that we saw last year. To a lot of a lot of what you're saying, but I think everyone else was in, kind of in the same boat. Like, yeah, that's definitely true. Yeah, I, I can't argue that. I think Bedoya started off having a pretty good game and then disappeared. Yeah, as the game went on. Yeah, um, he definitely didn't wasn't as influential, and he definitely he wasn't. Uh, attacking as much. I feel like he was, yeah. was still kind of sitting back, which was interesting because we thought with the, an actual traditional defensive midfielder at the six, he would have more freedom, but we didn't see that too much this game. Maybe it was just the game plan. He was yeah. to play more conservative, but... He had a couple attacks up the middle, and then he was getting out wide a lot. Yeah, yeah. Um, who scored? Dot com had player ratings, and they had Craval, McKenzie, and Gaddis as our top three players. Uh, I think Matt Ralph was talking about this. I don't know if it was with us or whoever, but um, when you get those types of players as your top players, you're not going to be winning games. Yeah, you're going to be at best getting a tie. Uh, Craval, I think he did what we expected. Um, I mean, people are going to mix opinions on, but mm-hmm. and that's that's Craval. I, I don't really know what else there is to say about it. Right. Uh, be prepared to see him again on Sunday night. Don't be surprised. Yeah. Yeah, I, I, do, I think Mark McKenzie did have a solid game. Mm-hmm. I agree with that. I don't think I saw him... I'm usually worried about his, like, positional uh, defense, like, positional defense, and I feel like he didn't really catch himself in a bad position a lot and was able to, you know, be pretty physical against Andrasic and uh, the other attackers. So, I, yeah, I agree with that part. He was... McKenzie was pretty solid. I, yeah, I think he was phenomenal. I thought I thought he... He might come up later on my uh, Union Best, Union Worst. Okay. On one side or the other. Oh. But, yeah. Um, <laughs> but, yeah, I think he came in ready to go, like Aronson, because they're both with the national team. Uh, subs came in. We had El Sino. Honestly, I was kind of bummed to see him. I, yeah. I almost didn't want him to be my first, this first sub. It right. almost felt like we're just relying on the same old trick that we relied on a lot last year and before. And... Um, I, I had the Dallas announcers and they kept referring to El Sinu and what he does and stuff, but it's like, I, I, I don't know. We want more. We've talked about this before. We don't want to be the same one-trick pony where yeah. we're in a close game, then we bring in El Sinu and hope he makes magic happen because he didn't really do much. Right, yeah, and not that there was much going on offensively either way, but mm-hmm. he didn't Yeah. He didn't add much and it wasn't. He couldn't even create his, his 1v1 situations. Yeah. It, it just didn't, wasn't working out for him. Fontana got about... I don't know. Thirteen minutes with extra time. Uh, I wanted to see more of him. He was one. He was who I was hoping was going to be the first sub. Yeah. I was hoping to see Galena come in for Santos. Yeah. Uh, Santos got tired there. Santos looked like he played hurt most of the game. Like, yeah. And he looked like he was limping. Like I know players can play with a knock, but like it was frustrating to see him stay out there because he wasn't adding too much, and I think it, it really hurt us that Vooten was wasn't available. Mm-hmm. And I was surprised that. El Sino coming in didn't come in for Santos. Yeah. He came in for Aronson, who, mm-hmm. like I said, I thought was doing pretty well. At least had energy and legs, whereas Santos clearly did not have legs. He got tired. Um, so I was disappointed in that sub. Uh, the last one was Elliot um, take off Real. I, I mean, he had a yellow. Not, I don't think that's really a, 
it was really funny when uh, when Elliot came in and we like I always had the Philly announcer, so it was like right after the submit got made, uh, Tommy Swift was like, "Yeah, yeah, it looks like Elliot's playing way up the way up the field." And then like immediately they scored. Oh. Dallas scored their second goal. I was like, "Oh, yeah, maybe that wasn't the best move." <laughs> yeah, but I, you know, at I mean, that at that point, point, it's like, "What are you gonna do?" It was yeah, already an extra time. You figure you're gonna be throwing some guys forward. You're going to hopefully get a corner or a free kick or something. And if you're if you're trying to score a goal in a corner and you've got two guys, Elliot and Galena, you want Elliot in the box. I mean, he's, yeah, sure. he's yeah. got a little bit of a record of scoring goals. Um, but you don't He's still want, a central defender. Yeah, you don't, don't, you don't want to rely. I don't, I don't right. love that stuff. Yeah, here, I, we need a goal. Let me put in my central defender yeah. and uh, throw him up top. Um, so, yeah, he comes in, then they score their last goal. Paxton comes in, scores a goal where he kind of just dribbles from our left side across to our right goes across the goal and plays it back far post uh this goal i mean it, it can't happen but at the same time uh i got to watch like a ton of soccer this weekend i saw the same goal multiple times that goal i can think of two other times specifically uh carlos vela scored the same goal he did it with a chip but Nonetheless, from one side to the other, and mm-hmm. then played at far post. Daniel Royer, Royer scored the same goal, where he dribbled from the left side to the right, and then just blasted it by the keeper. It, it is kind of tough to defend if you can get that run going across the defense. A defender kind of has limited ability as far as sticking their leg out. So if their body is not turned the right way, they're not close enough to the def- uh, to the attacker. They can't stick a leg out because then they're going to trip the guy. Um, that's going to be too easy for the ref to call. And then once. Once they get a look, the goalie's been shuffling. I mean, in this case, Blake's going left to right. Yeah. The obvious it's play tough. is you have to play it back to where he's coming from, and, and the goalie's momentum's going one way, the ball goes the other way. There's nothing. I mean, that's just the right way to play that ball. So, um, yeah, it's a sucky goal to give up. It ended the game for us. Uh, it's common, I guess, in a way, or I yeah. saw it multiple times. But you need to stop it before he can get that run at yeah. you. Yeah, he shouldn't have had that kind of space. And yeah, it looked like it was just a lot of like tired legs and the union mm-hmm. that just couldn't uh, keep up or recover or step in his way. So and he that, came from the right side, or I mean our left side, to which we had taken Real out. Mm-hmm. So he was able to get a little more of a run up. Um, but yeah, it's got to be stopped before he can get into the box. Because once you're in the box, it's like, I mean, as a defender, you've got, you're have got you on ice. You're, yeah. You can't really touch the, the offensive player and it's it's tough. So, uh, so that was the game one. That was game one. There's plenty more, but that one wasn't fun. Yeah. Honestly, I, yeah, I don't know. It's like it, it wasn't great, but Union weren't as terrible as we may have framed it. Mm-hmm. They did have um, a lot of spells. I think the first half was pretty solid. We I think we looked like the better team going mm-hmm. into, into half. Um, it, the second half, like we, we did actually have, I think maybe had the better chance or, or created our better chances in the second half. Um, it just you just got away from us. We you know, the goals weren't weren't our best best moments, but uh, you know it happened. So I, I don't know. It, it's not. Yeah, we didn't look like total crap. Um, yeah. It does yeah. suck. We uh, I don't. Know, we're worse than the league right now. Yeah, that's, like that's pretty bad. Not not great. <laughs> um, but there's still time. There's still time. I know. I know us Union fans. We've been through a lot, and uh, you know, years and years of dealing with this, but. Um, Have we ever had a good start to this year? Mm. Um, uh, I remember the year we drafted Rosenberry. We were like really good in the springtime. Hmm. Uh, 
so there's that okay but yeah i can't wait to score i, I was bummed we didn't get to score yeah yeah hey, i was i was having to hear a nice little dupe oh, yeah, yeah, in, the, in the bar yeah, yeah that would have been cool you know didn't happen it's okay um so let's do a little segment. I'm, we're gonna throw some takes to each other. Uh, we'll pull them out of a hat or something. We'll pretend we're pulling them out of a hat, but we have them written down. Um, about a player or some situation, and yeah. we're gonna decide. A lot, a lot of early first game hot takes. Hot takes, cool. is, it a valid, is it a valid thought or a doopy dump? A doopy dump. All right. Trademark. <laughs> All right. So um, Montero was too quiet. First, first take, first opinion. I would say that's pretty valid. Pretty valid. Yeah. He's a DP. Now he's a number 10. Wearing the number 10, I think you want to see a little more from your, your best player. Mm -hmm. I feel like he kind of came into the preseason a little late. I feel like I saw True. a lot of Instagram stuff of him not with the union, and I was the union was with the union. So. Well, yeah. I mean, he wasn't. He Signed. was on. Yeah. yeah so, yeah. you so know, like, it's, it's just like. Um, also, sorry, side note, Orvitz, I feel like he's been away from the team more than I would have hoped. Like, he. Mm -hmm. Like, I don't know, not to be stalking on Instagram again, but I he was building a shelf in Philly the other day. Like, I don't know. So he wasn't with the team. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. It's just like, huh. I want him more with the team. Anyway. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, yeah, that, that was probably, it's probably a valid uh, take. Yeah. Montero. Um, I'm going to put two two of these together. The one's a little, little harsh. <laughs> Santos needs to be cut or we need another striker. Oof. So... I would say doopy dump on the Santos needs to be cut. But yeah, I think he's still obviously a great striker. I think one one game where he kind of he's kind of losing his mind out there. I mean, he's just like super tired, but like kicking at the goalie. Yeah, like that, that was that's not great. That's like a dumb yellow. He had yeah. some dumb fouls where he didn't necessarily have to. Yeah, I like but, having a, a striker who's kind of like a pest trying yeah. to like draw fouls and that kind of stuff. But he I don't, he wasn't really doing that that kind of effective. Not not effectively. Yeah. Yeah. Um, we need a new striker. What do you thought? Honestly, like we could use a new striker, and I, um, I thought we, I, I don't know, I thought we were fine, but with Vooten being injured, and it seems like Galena or like Drys aren't like maybe not ready yet. So like, because I feel like we would have saw someone get subbed in for Santos or add mm -hmm. another striker into this game, and we didn't. We saw Jack Elliott as our last sub. Mm -hmm. So I think maybe an, another striker, uh, a depth striker, not like, you know, maybe we don't need to spend a whole bunch of money on, but like a depth striker wouldn't hurt. Or maybe we need a DP. Oh. Oh, see you in the second half of the episode. <laughs> um, yeah, I, I agree with words that you said. Cool. So I guess that's that one's valid. Valid. All about right. the new striker. Yeah, yeah. Um, how about a new 10? So we've got Aronson, Montero, kind of maybe sharing that role right now yeah do we need a another 10 or a new 10 i don't think so i think we've seen those two play play the 10 slash eight well like, enough com like combined yeah well enough that mm -hmm. I, I think they're they're gonna be fine i i trust i believe in aronson i, I trust uh, montero so i i think when this as as the season goes on, they'll be fine. Okay. Do you, what do you think? What do you, do you think? That's a yeah. I, I like them. I like them enough. Um, you've talked in the past about getting like a veteran ten who can spot start, maybe start here. Yeah, and maybe there, like yeah. as a mentor for yeah. Aronson. But yeah. and that, that I don't know if that's necessary, but that would be nice. But mm -hmm. I don't I don't know if we need it. Yeah. Um, next take. Let's pull it out of the hat here. Pretending uh, Matt Real was not good enough. I, I don't I just I think that's a dump a dump yeah I, I think he played solid 
I don't think he was, you know, he wasn't Kai Wagner, but I, I think he was fine. Mm-hmm. I don't know. He didn't maybe didn't get up enough. He didn't make those, those runs down the down the sideline enough. But I don't know if he was supposed to. It seems like he was supposed to be playing a pretty conservative um, left back role. That I'm sure that was you know a planned thing. So I, I think he did did his role fine. Yeah, he did take a shot before Gattis did, but they both took shots. Um, Gattis had a volley that ripped oh, man. way high. but Wasn't it was that close to going in? It was a clean hit. Clean hit. <laughs> he hit it. Um, I thought Real probably, I, I feel like he was given directions of don't try anything too crazy because there were a couple times where he had a, an attacker on his back and he was facing his own goal and just kind of played it out simply mm. for a throw-in. Yeah, yeah. Um, there were multiple times where he did that, so I was kind of, under the impression that he was kind of given those and oh sorry given directions to don't do anything crazy just keep things simple and i think he was fine enough um yeah all right i'll, I'll say the next one so you can okay. answer it okay first uh blake was our best player best player um that, man i wish you didn't ask me that one <laughs> blake was good uh with his hands yeah, that's, I'll say that's that. Fair. Yeah. And I think that's what we expect at this point and hope at this point. Well, no, we'd hope that he'd go with his feet too. Not quite there. Um, he did have one ball where he played it to midfield, like right to an attacker, or at least an attacker ran to where the ball is. I was like, <laughs> oh, snap, Blake's got feet now. And then the next three were like, yeah. yeah. Um, I, I, I think he did have – I think he had a good game. I think he did have a good game and was back to kind of Blake of old, which is – not, uh, I know we don't want to, we don't want to talk about the playoff game with Blake, um, but this is back to being Blake that we're expecting to see. Yeah, yeah, I agree. I th- I think I think you could definitely make the argument that he was their best player. Mm-hmm. Definitely saved us. There's that that one um, early on. That one early on, I was like, yeah. oh, that was that should have easily been a goal. And that's the kind of thing that there's kind of plays that uh, we we're used to we're used to he, seeing him show up mm-hmm. and and save those save our save our butts with those. Came out uh, well in the box too. Yep. I, Grant he punched was punching the balls was punching the balls away. Um, if not to go back to the playoff game, but the, that was where he had trouble in the playoff game. And sometimes last year coming off his line into the box and yep. just getting lost. But he he found the ball, put his fist on it, and put it outside the box. So yep. um, that was good. All right, ask me the next one. Okay, Glesnes was good. <laughs> I would say he was good. I will say he was good. Um, I feel like he was good with his feet. I think he was strong on the defense. Um, I know the one goal did look great, but otherwise, I like him as a player. He's he's someone who I liked watching, especially as a center back. Yeah, so. no, I agree. Yeah, it was it's impressive to see in his first game with the Union how uh, how well he was and how uh, kind of self assured and, and confident he was as a center back. So, yeah, good stuff. Cool. Union best, union worst. Every every episode after a game, we're going to choose one player who we thought was the best union player and one was the worst. The best, we'll send them a Doopy Brothers t-shirt once they listen to the podcast and send us their address. <laughs> and the worst, we will also send them a Doopy Brothers t-shirt once they listen to the podcast and send us their address. So they're all winners <laughs> or losers. All right, you go first. All right, my union, you want my best or worst? Uh, go best. All right, my union best was Blake was on my list, but I'm not going to give it to him. Aronson was on my list. I'm not going to give it to him. I'm going to go with the aforementioned Mark McKenzie. Nice. I think he was solid. Um, yeah, I think I think he just was the best. I think he was very good. Cool. Yeah, I would. I was 
maybe gonna put him too, but I'll go with I'll go with Craval. Okay. Um, I I know he has, I, he has a mixed bag I, of reactions. Yeah, so I kind of I kind of cool. w- I wish he wasn't the best player because mm-hmm. I wish other players were, but yeah. I think he he played his role pretty well. Excellent, excellent. My worst, worst. This one, this one hurts, but huh? it's Montero. Yeah, Montero okay. was the worst for me. Not, I mean, he he, and he may have played average, but part of my putting him as the worst is expectations need to be higher for him than anyone else on the field. Yeah, sure. So, he was my worst. I, yeah, that's all I'm gonna say. Okay, mine would be uh, Santos. Mm-hmm. Um, he was just kind of frustrating to watch. Uh, mm-hmm. I know, I know, we kind of we're starting to hype him up this in the offseason. Like he's gonna like. He was my know, golden be in, boot winner. Be in form, yeah. Like yeah. you know, light up, light don't light this season on fire. But didn't do it this game. I, I do think he was possibly hurt. Like I feel like he was limping a lot. Um, so maybe something there, and I, so that affected his game. But yeah, that was he's my he's been worst. Yeah. Um, I guess the last little silly jab at Union. Is <laughs> okay. I don't know. Let's see where this goes. Uh, well, it, you've got the list in front of you too. Um, it's just funny, like uh, Nutmeg News. If you follow them on Twitter, they put out an article that said Union, DC United, NYCFC, Vancouver seasons all over. Fans looking for something new to do now. Is our season over? Can we still have positive vibes? And the big idea is, you and me have a jersey curse where we just curse players while putting their names on our backs. You and me got union tattoos in this offseason. Did we doom the franchise? It's very likely. It's, it's most it's, likely. I mean, it's just, I'm just looking at the facts. <laughs> Science supports <laughs> the fact that me and Luke now are officially branded union. They have never won a game since we've got a tattoo. Oh, right, this is the game. So, I mean, what you know, what can you do? You know what? Since we've gotten our union tattoos, the union have not scored a regular season goal. That's, I mean, it's, it's just, the, these facts are mounting. It's just, this is rough. Since we have gotten our tattoos, Coach Jim Curtin is winless. <laughs> Since we've gotten our tattoos, there has not been a single corner kick goal. I might cut us off to break now. Since we have gotten our tattoos, and well before that, there was not a corner kick goal, so that's not because of our tattoos. <laughs> Yeah, let's stop talking about the Union versus Dallas. We all hate Dallas. Go Eagles. Um, we're going to take a break. After the break, we're going to talk about some designated player news or lack thereof. Uh, we'll talk about LAFC and uh, Will Ferrell. Is that Will Ferrell on the line? Stay tuned to find out. <laughs> I got to go to the bathroom. You're yelling. <laughs> Hey, Doobie Brothers back here, AJ and Luke. Um, we're going to be talking about designated player stuff. News came out about Alejandro Bedoya, your captain. Luke, talk. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> we talked about chemistry before this and how good our chemistry is, and I feel like... Yeah, that was a lie. Um, so, uh, yeah, news came out this there, yeah, yesterday that um, Ali Bedoya is no longer a DP. No longer. And that created a lot of speculation. Well, of course. But good thing it's, we, <laughs> it's sports, man. Anything comes out, you got to speculate. Oh, of course. What's yeah. it mean? What's but, that mean? But the good good thing is we have one of the best reporters in American soccer, John Tannenwald, saved the day and cleared it all up. So basically, I'll, I'll run down what he was saying because um, he was the one that initially reported it. So they bought down um, Bedoya's contract with Tam. Mm-hmm. And it says you... you 
so the club must simultaneously sign a new new DP in order to do that of of at uh, equal Increase, investment or yeah. greater than. Which in this case was Montero, Montero because simultaneous is a little loose apparently. Mm-hmm. So like it still works within with those two like it's coinciding. Not like they're both signing papers at the same time. They have to say ready start. Right. So it basically means like this move on its own doesn't mean that we're getting a new DP. Right. But it also means like it's more easy to get a new DP because mm-hmm. the third DP is there's like a tax on them or something. Right. It's like a, it's there's, there's, a, age. there's a bigger mm-hmm. threshold for a third DP. Mm-hmm. So now that we just have one, it, getting it's, a second one at a cheaper rate or like, you know, with more less open. fees. Yeah, it's um, got open regulations basically. Which is more up Sugarman's alley. So it's, it's a net good uh, move. Yeah. But it's not as, uh, maybe not as exciting as we initially thought when we saw the reports. But obviously we need to speculate about what this is going to mean. Sure, because um, there's, I mean, it also coincides with Bedoya's on uh, interview on SiriusXM that's saying, like, hinting at, like, more players should it. be or should be coming. Like, there has to be. Yeah. He said something like that. There has to be. Right. Or there must be. And, and he's a pretty candid dude. Yeah. So, I mean, there there's, could be something. It's I'm sure it's not going to be that big of a a flashy signing, but but I did see on his Instagram he was in a tattoo tattoo parlor getting a tattoo of Mario Balotelli huh. on his right arm. That's interesting. And he said coming that could, this that summer. Could, I mean, that could be, mean anything. Though. It could mean anything. <laughs> Underneath it did say coming to the Philadelphia Union this summer, but it, it could I don't mean know. anything. Yeah, it's a weird tattoo. <laughs> um, on his other arm, what do you think he got tattooed? I don't, I don't know. Daniel Sturge. <laughs> My bookie coming this summer after he's finished his suspension. My gambling buddy. <laughs> who who would you like to have as a second DP? Let's I, let's go speculate. I don't know. I, I, if I'm going to speculate, I'm going to say we go for a striker. Yeah. I mean that's you know spend some money on a on a big name. Uh, uh, Sebastian Soto. He's a a young American who's out of contract mm-hmm. or something or. Would he even be a DP type Maybe guy? like a young DP. Okay. Maybe. I don't know. I'm just, that's just a random name that popped ahead. But I mean, we've never had a DP striker, right? I mean, unless I don't think Fabian so. was considered a striker, nah, he was, but I would he's say more he's, of a mid. He was but, a 10. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I don't know. Let's do something like that. Get some some big old old guy like a, I don't know, our version of Zlatan. Yeah. But not like a nice guy. Not but, like oh, yeah. a jerk, but, you know, a nice guy. Yeah. That scores a lot of goals and makes funny quotes. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. I don't have a name for you, but yeah, let's do something like that. Okay, that's fair. That's fair. I yeah, I would love a I would love a DP number ten. That'd be cool. You want a ten? Yeah. I was also. Thinking- I mean, no. I I meant striker. What I said ten. Oh, I'm so stupid. I wanted striker. <laughs> yes. The whole idea of what we're talking about is strikers. It's like, oh, okay. Let's talk about that now. <laughs> <laughs> no, I want a, I want a DP striker. Yes, I think that would be awesome. AJ's struggling with sleep. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so yeah, so that's uh, that was that was some fun speculation on Twitter to this this week, but um, seems like it's just kind of like a, a mundane uh, transaction. Yeah. So, but it's it's you know it seems it's a decent move. It seems like it's you know could 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 amount to something. But, yeah, you know. I do like your point in that it makes getting a second DP easier because it doesn't have to be a certain under a certain age without the tax or whatever. Yeah. Not that our owner is cheap and wants to avoid paying extra money, but... But he's kind of cheap and he you might want to say he's cheap. Yeah. So, um, so that's cool. Um, on another bit of note... Um, another bit of note? Yeah. I said those words. Casper uh, also <laughs> signed a contract extension and uh, 
He's going to be here till 2023. Is that right? That's right, right? I don't know. He's your guy, man. He's, He's my your guy. guy. Luke, yeah. Luke has almost committed to buying a Casper jersey. This yeah, year. so I just doomed that contract. So, yeah. But yeah, I think we're going to get a Casper jersey. So nice. the, that, that contract extension sealed it. Big fan of his. And uh, yeah, so that's going to be fun. Sound sealed and delivered. <laughs> Okay, so, uh, yo, first power rankings game out there in the season. If anyone cares about power rankings on MLSsoccer.com, yeah. I don't, but you need to rank number 11. They're out of the top 10. Yeah, Not, we, we were seventh to go into the week, so. Yeah, so we, we dropped a little bit. Um, understandable. Um, this week, we're going against the number two, we all know, LAFC. Uh, so let's talk Let's talk about that LAFC game. So, yeah. Luke. It's, okay, let's do it. <laughs> um it's I'm not I'm I'm afraid. You're afraid. Yeah, no, yeah, LAFC is good. They're everybody should be afraid. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Carlos Vela is crazy good. Um I was hoping they'd have their first leg of the Champions League this week, so they'd maybe be tired, but they will have their first uh, leg after. So maybe those be distracted. I don't know. Yeah, maybe they'll wrestle guys going into that. Maybe, but I kinda doubt it. I mean as long yeah, as Carlos Vela plays, yeah. it's it's gonna be a problem. So that's going to be tough. That's going to be a late game for us, 10.30 on Sunday night. But it's like a FS1 game, so a national television game. And it's on spring daylight savings, so you spring ahead. So it will only actually feel like 9.30. There you go. Okay, that helps a bit. It helps. And then I don't know how that affects Monday, but that's a new day. So it's yeah, not it's, daylight savings anymore. Yeah. Um, let's talk. So Carlos Velo is going to be on the field. He's going to be going against Matt Real, which um, means Mark McKenzie's probably going to have to shift and help out and uh, – I don't know, try, try to corner him a little bit on that side. Yeah. That's also going to leave uh, Rossi, right? Mm-hmm. Gosh. Um, on the other side, uh, they, I, that, that's got to be the top one-two punch in the league, right? Um, on top of the head, yeah, it's probably. Yeah. Probably I mean, the closest, bef- I mean, the, the one before that would have been Joseph Martinez and Miguel Moran when those two were together. Yeah. But, but yeah, this this era would be the Vela and Rossi. Um and then you got guys like in the middle, the midfield, um, Atuesta, if he plays, uh, Mark Anthony K, Blessing, um, Blessing. Latif yeah. Blessing. Yeah, so they're just, I mean, they just got so many great, quick, great quality players. Um, they're still, I think they're still figuring out how to deal with the Walker Zimmerman trade. So that mm-hmm. hopefully is like, you know, we can catch them off guard offensively and like get, get our, our offensive juices going. But um, it seems like they're not, I feel like there's got to be a move coming to like, kind of solidified that back line since that move but mm-hmm. they're still like I mean they held Miami scoreless so that's I don't but know they how effective that is one on Miami yeah that's it's true it's only a one nothing game on a on, on the goal what's going to be the goal of the week sure. Vela. yeah um, I, so, I think it's going to be a good midfield battle yeah. I think our midfield is going to kind of pair up and uh, battle well with with their midfield I think we have enough energy um, Bedoya anchoring it. I think the six is going to be something we need to talk about. Um, but I think I think the midfields might end up kind of canceling each other out a little bit, and then it's it's basically going to be which pair of strikers can beat the opposing defenders. So, like you said, their defense lost Walker Zimmerman, so maybe there's a little weakness there where our strikers have a shot. Our defense is pretty solid, but they're going up against the two top strikers in the league. Yeah, and and last last year when we played LAFC, we, it was a great game. Mm-hmm. But I I think that one of the key matchups was uh, Kai Wagner Kai. on Vela, and mm-hmm. he played so well. He handled him so well. Yeah. 
So that's going to be really tough that it doesn't seem like Wagner's going to be back. He's doesn't, I feel like he's and not going to be training yet. So. You wouldn't want a guy coming off of an injury to go up against Vela yeah, in his true. first game. So. And it was, even, it was a Vela that I think wasn't even 100% at that point. Yeah. So... It, this yeah, is like a healthy Bella that is going against Matt Real. So that's who I think Matt Real has enough speed where I think yeah. he'll be able to recover well and uh, hopefully, hopefully hang with them athletically. True. Um, it's definitely going to be an even more conservative Real than, than the Dallas game. Yeah, we're not going to see him probably push up at, even as uh, as much as the Dallas game. I think we're going to see. Um, yeah, I think the center backs are going to have to be really big as far as I think McKenzie's going to definitely have to shade that way. Means uh, Glessness will really have to control the middle of the pitch. Yeah. Um, so you're, you're just going to lock in Glessness over Elliot? Do you think uh, Elliot will come back? I I think Glessness will start again. Okay. I do. Yeah. I do think that. I mean, there's no reason not to think that after his performance. Yeah. Yeah. Um, what, so, and then what do you think about the six? Do you think Craval gets a start again, or do you think uh, Joseph Martinez? Does, no, <laughs> Jose Martinez. Oh. <laughs> Jose doesn't give enough Martinez. Jose doesn't give enough Martinez. Um, or, I, or I mean, it, it's it's probably just going to be Craval, mm-hmm. but I'd like to see either of the new guys um, jump in. I mean, I'm interested in both of them. It, it's... It worries me that Orbitz didn't even travel with the team to Dallas, so maybe, maybe that means Martinez is closer to being a, a starter, so maybe mm-hmm. he can jump in. But I, I mean, I just want to see one of these guys play. I know it's it's going to be a tough task playing against LAFC, but so maybe Corral is the, the safer choice. But I mean, eventually these guys have to get, get into the game, so I don't know. Might as well just throw them into the against the Wolves. Right? Yeah. Hey, why not? Why not? Um, and then following that is our first home game, so it is going to be a tough one. Coming back, it's a tough start to the season. I yeah. don't know if a lot was made out of that when we saw the schedule come out, but starting with these two games is is tough, especially after not getting a result this weekend against Dallas. Yeah, yeah, it's tough again. It's tough. So, do you want to go into predictions, or do you want to do our, our next do, segment? Let's do our next segment, our little game okay. with Will. Uh, Will Fair, uh, the call just dropped. Uh, Will, uh, <laughs> get better phone. All right, you and me will do the segment without Will Farrell. Right, right. um, he'll text us later on. Um, and then we'll we'll make people wait for our predictions. And we have a celebrity guest making a prediction. Just like in beer pong, you have a celeb shot. We've got a celeb predictor. Last week it was Matt Ralph. He didn't know it, but now it's a segment we're gonna do, and we got one this week. Yeah. So stay tuned after this silly segment to find out our prediction. So this segment, LAFC, of course, one of their owners is Will Farrell. Um, yeah, so last year we did a segment. Oh, sorry, sorry. This is okay. nothing to do with this. Oh, I oh, just boy. saw this on Twitter. It's just kind of funny. Okay. David Beckham and Inter Miami were in LAFC uh, this past weekend. There was a video of David Beckham sitting up kind of, bef- I think it was before the game started, just by himself up in the stands outside of his box. And the LAFC supporters, maybe it was after the game, uh, were, sh- were chanting at him you look lonely or something and it was just kind of a funny <laughs> moment like you saw Beckham kind of seeing his team finally coming to uh, and the supporters were just kind of having some fun with them so it was just kind of a funny little moment that's good uh, so I, I just appreciated that <laughs> nice, nice. alright so Will Farrell's an owner of LAFC go ahead Luke you were talking okay yeah so yeah last year we did a segment of Will Farrell uh, oh yeah we uh, identified or we we 
we picked union players that would fit Will Ferrell's roles and movies like we picked Casper to be Will Burgundy and, and that kind of that kind of thing. Uh, Will so, Burgundy, that's not uh, Ron Burgundy. Burgundy. I thought Will I thought Casper Casper was Elf. I thought. Oh, maybe I'm thinking of the photoshops I did. I thought maybe I mixed them up. But yeah, Luke, Luke did Photoshop pretty decently. Yeah, so we did. I mean, that you understand the game that we did. So this yeah. is one's different. We're gonna do a five aside using of, Will Ferrell characters yes. from movies. So if you don't know Will Ferrell movies, you're not gonna enjoy this segment, <laughs> and it's not gonna make sense. You're gonna want to skip ahead three but or four who minutes. Who doesn't know Will Ferrell movies? But you might enjoy a little bit of it. Yeah. So, um, yeah. So me and Luke will each pick five players. We'll. Uh, make a team maybe we'll tweet them out and people can vote on which team would be better okay yeah yeah luke um you're gonna be the sam adams i'll be the inside you're good for a first pick cool it is flipping a bottle cap that's what that was me i get to go first cool so i will pick of all the will ferrell characters the first one i'm gonna pick he's a little bit of a hothead not really sure a little wild card i'm gonna put in mr manager for a little bit d'angelo vickers oh wow I did, I did not expect D'Angelo to go first, but that's um, that's a favorite of ours. So as, I was going to say, defense. the only reason I'm picking him is because I, I wanted to have him on my team, yeah. and I feel like you would pick him at some point, and I didn't want to okay. risk missing my chance. He's 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 got a little bit crazy, um, and and I I think I think he's going to be be that guy to play maybe in the back, maybe my sixth. Okay, cool. Uh, I'm going to pick, um, and he can dunk. Yeah, you can. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna go with uh, Ron Burgundy. Ooh. He's gonna be my 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 teacher to my time. The star. He's gonna take all the spotlight and uh, and just you know and live in it. And and, and he's gonna be the the point, the the striker. Uh-huh. And, uh huh. And yeah, that's my guy. Okay. My number two. This guy knows nothing but winning. Winning is what it's all about for this character. If you're not first, you're last. Ricky Bobby. Okay. He's going to be a striker. He's going to be running so fast up top. I'm going to take Ricky Bobby. So I got D'Angelo Vickers probably in the back. Um, Ricky Bobby up top. Yeah. Okay. That was going to be my next pick. Um, I'm going to play a 2-3. Play two, two, okay. 2-3. Two, okay. Um, I'm The next guy I'm going to get is... I'm going to go Frank the Tank. Oh, from yeah. That's a good one. Yeah. Darn. Yeah. He's going to be my rock and my defensive rack. I He's just gonna hold it down and. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you can't. You're not gonna get past him. So that's that's my guy. Okay. Shoot. Okay, that's good. That's good. All right. Um. Oh gosh. Okay. My next one. I think. I think. I just. I gotta do it. I cannot leave him on the board. I think he's just a a, a character guy. Someone who you want. You know. You know. You're gonna have a positive attitude with this guy. And come the winter time, he's your guy. Playing those snow games, Buddy the Elf. There you go. Okay. Buddy the Elf. Very good. Very good. All right. I'm going to go. <sighs> My next pick, I'm going to go Brandon Huff of Step Brothers. Ah, One, because Step Brothers that's just guy. probably my favorite of these movies. And I, th- I think he can be like a good like midfield, get in your head with his little 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 stupid little snarky comments, and just like kind of mess with the other team. I think that's mm-hmm. that's my angle mm-hmm. with, with that pick. He can also sing, so there's that. Yeah, songbird of generation. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, so much, so many. Uh, that, yeah, it's a good movie, good movie. All right, <laughs> all right. Oh wow, we're running out, of guys. Um, I hope we're not, but like the good ones. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There was there was so many. Yeah. Um. Okay. Uh, I think. I think I'm going to go with just a, another athlete, another 
I think this guy's gonna be in the back. He's gonna jump high, win a lot of headers. Um, second player on my team who's who can dunk, Jackie Moon. There you go. Nice, nice. Of oh, semi-pro. Semi-pro. Yeah, that's a movie I haven't really seen fully through recently. Have you ever watched it? Yeah, yeah, okay. Good. It's solid. It's solid. Yeah, yeah. I think I've seen it once, but not like. I think it just got time. on Netflix or something. I think I okay. saw that. Okay, know, but mm -hmm. so you got some time. You can you can watch that. I got some time. Yeah. <laughs> um. So my next pick. Oh, I was gonna pick. Okay, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go Mugatu from Zoolander. Mm. Another one of my favorite movies of the list, and I just think he's like just so weird. I think he mm. might be a good defender. Just like I don't know, just kind of mm. creepy, like kind of off. Mm -hmm. willing to willing to like maybe make a make a lot of physical tackles and I don't know attack the ball so yeah I don't know I'm just like a a weird defender that's that's not afraid of anything uh-huh uh-huh okay fair yeah. yep yep that's nailed it <laughs> uh okay the next guy my this is my last one it's my last one I've got I got a couple on the board here I'm looking at um there's a guy from a soccer movie but I don't think I'm gonna go with him I will go with another athlete though Kind of a nut. So nice. They named him twice. Chaz Michael Michaels. Blades of From Glory. Blades of Gore, Glory with uh, uh, Napoleon Dynamite guy. Yeah, yeah. So I'll go with him. Okay, that's pretty good. Okay. Um, yeah, I'm going to go with, I'll round it out with uh, Phil, the coach of Kicking and Screaming. Okay. You need some, some soccer IQ there. Um, he, he learned a lot from Mike Dick in the movie, from what I remember, and uh, the Italian kids. So I think he's going to be a gr just a great uh, glue guy. Nice. So yeah, I went I went straight athletes pretty much with D'Angelo yeah. Vickers, Ricky Bobby, Jackie Moon, Chaz Michael Michaels with Buddy the Elf as my character guy. Yeah. You went with a bunch of weirdos. Yeah, well, I went personality based. Right, thank Brendan. We got you. Don't have a single athlete on yours. All right, cool. So I, I mean, I beg to differ. Have you seen <laughs> Brendan Elf's karate skills? Oh, okay, cool, okay. cool, cool. Um, so yeah, I'll tweet these out and uh, people can vote on mine to tell me that they're gonna win. Cool. Um, so if you don't like Will Ferrell movies or know anything of what we're talking about, thanks for listening. Uh, <laughs> we'll get back into the Union. So the Union are playing LAFC. Argue they're the best team in the league last year. Um, number two in MLSsoccer.com power rankings right now. We spoke of how powerful their offense is. Um, so. Every week, what we're going to do, me and Luke will make a prediction. We'll get one point if we get the correct result. So if anyone predicted a loss last week, we would have gotten one point. You get three points if you get a correct score. And so me and Luke are going to have a little contest going through the year. We're also going to compete with you all, our listeners. So last week, Matt Ralph was on, and he predicted a victory. Didn't happen. So that's going to be our celeb guest for last week. Right now, me, Luke and celebrity are all sitting at zero points this week our celebrity our celeb shot our special guest is going to be morgan tenza you know her from our podcast she's been a guest um you've heard her once we've talked to her twice and she will be um shooting photography for probably the game this year yeah so right now she's working with nbc sports she shoots for quinnipiac college um and so we reached out to her for her prediction, and let me read you what she wrote for her prediction this week uh, for the Universe LAFC. So, she says, I think it's going to be 3-1 LAFC. They are home, and Vela is a beast. If our defense looks the way it did last week, that front three will rip us apart. I think LA will score two first, then we will score. 
they, as in the union, may uh, have many chances that make it look like we're going to tie. Then in the last minutes of the game, LA scores another. So not only did she give us a score, she gave us some pretty direct uh, predictions. Predictions. So she predicts a 3-1 loss for the union. Um, thank you, Morgan, for joining us for that. And that she set the bar. So if we reach out to you randomly through Twitter, uh, that's that's the expectation right there. Nice. Luke, what's your expectation for this game? Okay. Um, so kind of expectations are low. Okay. Um, I'm going to... Ex- I'm going to say we lose um, 0-1. So, and I'll... Okay. Yeah. No one scores. Yeah, yeah we don't score. Um, I think I could see, like, a, maybe, like, a Rossi goal. Hopefully, it's not another Bella Golazo. Yeah. Hopefully, it's a more mundane goal that... Or I don't know. I don't What's know what better? would be better. What's better? Yeah, I guess yeah. maybe Galau is better because he can't do anything about it. But, but it would, you just it don't would like be, being on the other side of the right, re- that replay highlights all the time. Frustrating. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, that's what I got. What do you got? Well, I'm going to go against you and Morgan. I'm going to go with the Union win. Oh. I think against the odds, I think we're going to win two one. Oh boy. Yeah. How I fun think, will that be? I I think it'd be a lot of fun. <laughs> um, and you know what? I think Casper and Aaronson are going to get the goals. Oh wow. And we'll have an own goal. Huh. So I don't think wow. LAFC so, scores. Boom. There you go. There you go. That's, that's, so, that's a fun prediction. That's that's how you win this game. <laughs> All right. That's cool. Okay. Um, cool. So, Luke, we will podcast again next week. Um, it's going to be after that late game, so we'll see what night. I guess we don't have any soccer games Monday or Tuesday, so we're both free whatever night. Cool. Um, <laughs> yeah, sorry. Just thinking of what to tell people. So thanks for listening. Uh yeah, vote on which Will Ferrell team will win. Luke, anything you want to say before we sign off? No, no. Let's uh, hopefully we get a, a fun, more fun result to talk about next week. Cool. Yeah, you guys rock. Thanks so much for listening. We love you guys. Bye.